Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, baby. What's up? Your boy is back. You heard me? You're listening to My Two Cents starring your boy Lamont Carroll, a.k.a. Big Boy Splurge. What's happening, P-Town? Your boy's back. Man, whew, I've been feeling really bad lately, man. I was in a funk. I'm 47 years old, okay? Up until this time, the most I ever spent cash at one time was for my, my then girlfriend's wife or whatever engagement ring. And so I go, I go up there to pay for it. I'm like, oh, I pull up my debit card. Like, oh, I hope it don't work. I hope it don't work. I hope it don't work. Damn, it worked. Ah, oh, fuck. They got me, right? But now you fast forward a couple years and I had to dish out cash again. This time I had to buy a new furnace. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, your boy had to buy a new furnace and I was sick to my stomach. As a homeowner, there are a couple things you don't want to buy. You don't want to have to buy a new roof, and you don't want to fucking buy a new furnace. Oh, man. I mean, I was sick for at least two weeks. That's why I haven't been on here. I didn't feel up to even talking to nobody because I had to do it. Then paying cash for it, that just makes it even worse, you know. I, I told the kids, man, I don't know what, what y'all get for Christmas, but whatever we're going to be doing, you're going to be pretty warm, <laughs> you know. Because, boy, a new furnace, hey, I'm not going to tell y'all what it costs, but, man, if you can imagine, I paid straight cash, homie, $100 bills for, like, you know, the only way splurge know how, you know. And, man, I'm, I'm still kind of just getting over it, and it's been almost a month. So that's where I've been at. People been wondering, hitting me up and all this stuff, texting me, calling me. Yeah, your boy's okay. I'm good out here. My wife's taking good care of me. My, my kids are taking good care of me, but man, your boy was sick. Now, got that out the way. Had an election for president. Wow. Is this ever going to end? Are you kidding me? Like, wow. Like, Trump said this shit's fake. Biden said it ain't fake. I don't know who to believe. Every day I see something about fake, then every day I see something about not being fake. I just don't know, man. I, but I do know this. The governor has just implemented yesterday his tier three. And I just got to say, I am so sick of people fucking bitching and complaining about wearing a mask and the civil liberties and the rights. And, you know, I did a podcast about civil liberties about a month ago. I'm just fucking tired of it, man. Just put the damn mask on. You know, why do you have to go to a bar and the bar is just jam-packed full of people, mostly young people. Nobody's wearing a mask. Then all of a sudden, they get sick and want to go to the hospital. I know nurses, doctors, people, other people who work in hospital, man, they are tired. They're working around the clock to get people back on their, on their square, to make, make sure people get the proper attention they deserve. And so they ask me, they say, hey, Lamont, will you, on your next podcast, will you tell people, the people in the hospital are tired. They want vacation. They want days off. But they are tired of dealing with this COVID and people coming in who won't wear a mask, but then all of a sudden want this damn special treatment. And I, I, I got to agree with them. If you don't want to wear your mask, don't wear it. That's fine. That's your right. 
You want to go places and not wear your mask? Okay, cool. But you cannot be in the hospital complaining about how you want all this service when you wouldn't follow the rules and stop you from coming in the hospital in the first place. You know, these small business owners, man, I feel you, bro. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what to do. If the governor, what is he supposed to do? COVID rates are at an all-time high. People dying every day from it, you know. Uh, what is he supposed to do? People are complaining, but no one's given me that I've seen anywhere on what they would do. But guess who's got a plan? Your boy, I got a plan. Restaurants, you can stay open. The restaurant, I've been out to eat. I try to support these local establishments the best I can with me and my family. And the restaurants are, they got seating pretty well spread out. The the waiters and waitresses are wearing masks. The people cooking them have their mask on, gloves, all that. They're doing the right way. Now, you, you could catch COVID from there, but the odds are, are slim in my opinion. Okay, they're doing it the right way. So customers are spread out. The employees are wearing a mask. People cooking are wearing a mask. So it looks good, right? They're disinfecting. They're cleaning all the time. They do it right in front of your face. And it's great. Then I get on my Snapchat maps. Oh, these bars around Peoria and Bloomington have lost their rabid-ass mind. Just these young people all over, packed A to B. When I was in the Marines, we always said A to B, asshole to belly button. That's how packed they were, asshole to belly button. Full of people, mostly young people. No social distancing, no mask or nothing. And... I think the Bloomington mayor is now trying to take these people liquor license. Like, yeah, take it. If you want to be open, yeah, but come on, have some common sense. Have some decency for other people living and spread your people out. Only let so many people in. You don't have to get all the money today on a Saturday night. You could get money next Saturday, next Saturday, next Saturday, or Friday or Thursday, but spread that shit out. So, but here's my plan. All you bars, you want to, if there's proof that you're having, you know, tons of people in there, nobody's social distancing, no one wearing a mask, whatever, or hardly anyone wearing a mask, this is what I'm going to, and I'm going to fucking try to have the governor do. You ready? Okay, here we go. Now, you can do what you want to do. We're not going to infringe on your civil liberties, Mr. and Mrs. Bar owner, but if someone comes test positive for COVID, and the health department tracks them back to your establishment, then guess what? For every case of COVID that they catch, you got a $25,000 fine, but you cannot open your doors again until that fine is paid. You have 30 days to pay that fine. If you don't pay it, automatically take your liquor license and close you down. Automatic. Sounds fair to me. You want to have these people in there? You want to do this, that, and the other because you want to make more money? Then okay. There's got to, if you want to do that, that is your choice. But there are consequences to your choices. So if your choice is to have these young people in there packed and packed and packed and packed, no social distancing, no mask on, then pay the piper. Now, if someone dies, just say a young person catches COVID, but they don't know they have it yet, they spread it to someone else, and that person dies, the business owners should have to pay for the person who died funeral expenses up front. 
if you can't pay for those, let's say you don't have any money or whatever, you can't pay for them, automatically shut down, automatically lose, lose a uh, liquor license, and you can never own a business in your name in the state of Illinois again. And you're like, man, you know, that is harsh. Damn right it's harsh. People dying every day is harsh. I got guys that work with COVID. People coming down with COVID every day. My, my, my two older kids have had COVID. Like, it's not a joke. It's not the flu. This shit is for real. I think me and my wife both had COVID. We went to, to the Bay Area at the end of, uh, end of December to watch the Illinois bowl, uh, bowl game out there against Cal. And we're on this, uh, I don't know, it's a bus or trolley or whatever. And I don't know if you've ever been out to San Fran, but there are a lot of homeless people. I mean, a lot. You go to the five, the best five-star hotel, the best five-star restaurant, there's a hundred homeless people outside. Whether they're poor or they have bad mental health or whatever the case may be, but they're homeless nonetheless, right? So we're riding on this, on this trolley, this bus-type deal, and, I mean, it was just nasty. I mean, I, it was one of them things where... I wanted to take four showers when I got done with nothing but hot water and burn my fucking skin off. It was like that nasty. So we get off there. We get off at, might have been Pier 29 or whatever the, the, the famous pier is out there in the Bay. And people everywhere. I mean everywhere. Now, this is pre, pre-COVID. pre I mean, you got people, Chinese-looking people, Asian people, black people, white people, short people, tall people. I mean, every walk of life was in this this pier. I mean, the pier is probably, I don't know, 50, 60 miles long, and you can walk up and down it, bicycle it. You can take a bike over to the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, and you can take a, a boat underneath the bridge, whatever, all the stuff you want to do. And so all these people ride on this nasty bus. We get home, and a few days later, we were both deathly ill. I was so cold one day and I had the shakes. I jumped in the shower with nothing but hot water and I was still freezing. I go to the doctor. My doctor was like, well, you have the flu. I'm like, look, I done had the flu before. This is something a little different. No, no, no. You just got the flu. I tried, tried to explain to her again. Look here. This is different. I've never felt like this. I'm throwing up everywhere. I'm shitting all over the place. My wife is doing the same and we're just out of it. And we do believe that we were one of the first people to have it, but back then they didn't have a name for it, just the flu. Now it's called COVID, coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Um, But people have to take care of themselves. You have to wash your hands a lot, use your hand sanitizer. I don't know about the hand sanitizer. Use a little bit. I figure I wouldn't use it a lot. I just keep washing my hands with soap. Hand sanitizer just got a bunch of alcohol in it. It dries, it dries out my cuticles, you know. And then when the cuticles dry out, I'll be at work and they just hurt. So I don't like all the hand sanitizer. I use it a little bit, but very, very sparingly. Um, but wash your hands. Wear your mask, man. Stop complaining about every little thing. Oh, my goodness. Just stop, man. It, it, I just know what else to say about it. Just stop complaining, y'all. I mean, just go go along with the flow. Oh, you're being a sheep. You're being a sheep. I'm, I don't believe the media. I don't believe the governor. I don't believe that you're a sheep if you follow along. Maybe. 
But I'll tell you what, what a real sheep is. A real sheep is a person who goes to work every day, makes their company millions of dollars in profit, and only getting 20 bucks an hour or less. And then you complain, they tell you, oh, be happy you have a job. That's being a sheep to me. There are people out here every day, go to their job, they make that company tons of money and don't see nothing in return. Because you know why? That's the way the government wants you to be. They want you to go out there and work for, work for these companies, make these people rich, and come home, pay your bills, buy this house. It's the quote-unquote American dream, and that's what the government wants. I seen a little skit one time where this, uh, this business owner pulls up a brand-new BMW, and one of his workers pull up kind of close to him. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, that is a nice car. Wow, man. And, and the, the business owner looks at him and says, yeah, if you keep coming to work every day and working hard, maybe I can buy another one next year. <laughs> I'm going to buy another one next year, you sucker. Now get to work. Clock in before I give you a, a hit. <laughs> and pitch you in an attendance program for being late talking to me, stupid fool. While he's getting all the money, taking all the trips, buying all the expensive, fancy cars, you go in there, you work for him and make him money. Now that, my friend, is a definition of a sheep. I don't know how else, I, how easier I could put it, you know. So people need to know what they're talking about when they say sheep. Just because you follow the rules don't make you a sheep. Murder is against the law. I'm not going to go around murdering people, you know. That'll make me a sheep. Just make me fucking. I got some common sense and decency that I'm not going to do that. You know. Um, then I, I, I've there's been a lot of uh, speaking of murders. There's been a lot of murders around Peoria lately, and I get into it with these guys at work, and they call it black on black crime. And I say no. Uh, there's no such thing as black on black crime. Um, people usually. If you have beef with someone, it's someone in your area, right? I'm not going to have beef. If I live on the East Bluff of Peoria, my beef probably not going to be with some guy who lives out in Charter Oak, right? My beef is with people who live in my area. So uh, the people, some of the white people I speak to, oh, this black and black crime. How are you going to have Black Lives Matter, black and black crime? I said, look, that's, black on black crime is just something the media made up to make it sound good for the white people to tell the black people to stop killing each other. I said, you know what white people do? Y'all don't go around killing each other. This is, what y- this is what white people do. Steal your retirement. Bilk you out of your life savings. <laughs> they don't call that white on white crime, do they? They just say, oh, well, that guy stole his life savings. It ain't, it ain't but shit, every month there's somebody on TV that stole another white guy Stole another white guy's life savings. And it just tickles me pink because people are so greedy, they don't even do the research. Now, let's take Bernie Madoff, for example. He stole this, stole, stole so, many, so much money, he single-handedly bankrupted the New York Mets. If you don't know who the New York Mets are, they're a professional baseball team. The owner put almost all the money he had and the team's money into Bernie Madoff and got nothing. If you do your research, they just sold the team to a billionaire because they couldn't even afford to pay the players. 
they were getting the players that had that had the lowest contracts because they had no money, right? Now, if Bernie Madoff was some dreadhead, gold tooth nigga named Jerome, then white people wouldn't have lost their life savings. They were like, "How? How is this black guy, this n-word, making all this money, all these returns? We got to do more research and we got to investigate this a little bit better, right?" Jerome wasn't going to get away with stealing your life savings, right? Jerome would have been thoroughly investigated. I think that's called white privilege. <laughs> white privilege. So, but anyway, it's nice to be back, man. Kids doing uh, online school some days, going to school other days. So, Life's been pretty slow motion for me over here. I'm going to work, being being a sheep, going to work to make my company millions of dollars, and, and I just get this little bullshit pay and uh and get some insurance, and I'm supposed to be happy with that. But you know, nonetheless, that's what I do. Been doing it for over 20 years, and I'll I'll be doing. I'm going to retire doing it in another. I think I got eight and a half years left, so I'll be doing it till then. So I'm a sheep just like everybody else. If you don't want to be a sheep, start your own business, make your own way, be your own boss. If you have the courage to do that and invest in yourself, so that's what I want to do. I raise my I'm raising my children to to do that instead of working for somebody else. Go to school, start your own business, doing something you love, work for yourself, be your own boss, and then you have sheep following you. <laughs> you could be the big bad wolf and have sheep. Instead of you, you the wolf, you trying to eat the sheep, the sheep going to run right up to you. And you eat them, up, eat them alive and make them work for peanuts, uh, peanuts on a dollar until they retire and make them think they're really living a good life. That's being a sheep, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to say thank you all for uh, all your support, all the text messages and calls and stuff, emails, whatever. Um, if you don't like what I say, that's good. If you like what I, what I say, that's good, too. Uh, you can always reach me at, at my2cents309 at gmail.com. You can also hit me on Facebook at my2cents or Twitter with the new update, which I don't like, at uh, my2cents. So I'm out here. I've been, I'm not in the streets. I usually be at home, but you can reach me. I, I'm very, very attainable. If you have a question or you want me to, uh, debate with me or you want to come on air and we can have a conversation. I got a couple of mics, headphones. We can do that all day. So I love to hear other people's opinion. Mine is not the best. It's just the best that works for me. So uh, I want you guys to have a good day. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. I won't be on again before Thanksgiving. And uh, just love one another, man. Show the next person that you care. If you're in line at McDonald's or Hardee's or Starbucks, pay for the next man's order, the next person's order, okay? won't hurt you. It's not going to set you back. And support small business. Support these local kids, these, these local businesses that support your child youth program, youth sports. So they need us now more than ever. So let's do it, all right? Lamont Carroll, a.k.a. Splurge, signing off. My two cents, you heard me? Holla back.